Coca-Cola, the American drink that is basically capitalism in a bottle. During the 20th century, as capitalism spread around the world, so too did Coca-Cola, to the point where the only place left where you can't get it today is North Korea. But Coca-Cola has had an easier time in some places than in others. And in this video, we're gonna see how it took Coca-Cola almost half a century to capture one of the world's biggest markets, India. This video is brought to you by Audible. Listen to Adam Grant's new book, Power Moves, for free by registering with the link in the description. Coca-Cola's entry into India, like in many other markets, came on the back of pure opportunism. India had become independent in 1947, and within three years, Coca-Cola had already established a bottling plant in New Delhi. Now, India's first independent government was determined to take India down the path of socialism, which of course meant supporting local industry at the expense of foreign companies. In other words, Coca-Cola had few sympathizers in the Indian government. But that didn't stop the company. Coca-Cola's idea was to become entrenched in Indian culture before the government could really respond. After all, in those early years, independent India had much bigger problems to deal with than a foreign fizzy drink. Thus, while India was recovering from a bloody conflict with Pakistan, Coca-Cola was busy setting up a distribution network across the country. Coca-Cola's timing was perfect. Just a few years later, Pepsi was denied entry into the Indian market, while Coca-Cola was making bank. Coca-Cola's success in India, however, would eventually become its undoing. As successive governments leaned ever further towards the left, Coca-Cola became public enemy number one in the eyes of Indian politicians. A favorite statistic of theirs was the fact that while only 10% of India's villages had safe drinking water, 90% had access to Coca-Cola. In the eyes of a protectionist government, Coca-Cola being more accessible than water was a very bad sign, but overthrowing the powerful American company would not be easy. Coca-Cola had indeed become entrenched in Indian society, and it would take a very severe crisis to bring it down. Such a crisis did happen in the mid-1970s, when India was actually on the brink of revolution. Following a third war with Pakistan and an almost dictatorial control of government by Indira Gandhi, civil unrest against the socialists was growing out of control. Nationwide strikes and political assassinations were becoming the norm, and to deal with that, Gandhi issued a state of emergency between 1975 and 1977. This dark period of Indian history saw thousands of political opponents thrown in jail, a total suspension of civil liberties, and government control over the press. It also presented a great opportunity for the government to finally throw Coca-Cola out of India. Amidst the chaos, the socialists enacted a law that prevented foreign companies from owning more than 40% of any business in India. Coca-Cola would have to effectively give up its ownership, and more importantly, it would have to surrender its secret recipe, and to make it locally in India, rather than importing it from the US. Faced with little choice, Coca-Cola left India in 1977, alongside more than 50 other American companies. And this left a huge void in the Indian soda market. Not just for Coca-Cola, but for Sprite as well. Local competition was of course happy at this opportunity, and over the next decade, they expanded rapidly, filling the market with substitute products. Even the government cashed in, by creating a state-sponsored cola 
called Double Seven to commemorate the end of the emergency. Coca-Cola, however, is not so easily defeated, and when the socialists finally lost their grip on India in 1991, Coca-Cola came back with a vengeance. Riding a wave of economic liberalization, Coca-Cola re-entered India in 1993, and that very same year they acquired the most popular brands that had developed in their absence. In fact, all four sodas I mentioned earlier were purchased by Coca-Cola for $40 million, giving the company a staggering 50% market share from day one. Since then, Coca-Cola's domination has only increased, and today their share has risen to just over 60%, with its only real competitor being Pepsi at around 35. So despite decades of political opposition, Coca-Cola did eventually conquer India, and the way it did so was honestly quite the power move. And speaking of power moves, Audible, who were kind enough to sponsor this video, have just released Adam Grant's new book of the same name. In Power Moves, you're gonna hear the insights of over 20 leaders in business and technology on the shifting nature of power in the modern world. You can download and listen to Power Moves for free alongside a free trial of Audible if you visit audible.com slash businesscasualpower or if you text businesscasualpower to 500-500. In any case, I'd like to thank you for watching this video, and I encourage you to share it around with your friends and to also follow me on Instagram, where I'm gonna post awesome teasers for future videos. You can expect my next video two weeks from now, and until then, stay smart.